So, hi guys, thanks for joining the podcast, the the final podcast of the Fantasy Premier League, discussing the game weeks. Uh, there may be further bonus podcasts later on down the line. Um, today, joining me, we have John Woodson and Dan Dixon. Hey guys, how you doing, Abu? Uh, so apologies, it's an early morning one, guys, so we may sound a bit gravelly and a bit tired, but uh, let's kick it off. Um, that's how you always week... sound. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've listened to yourself back on these, but that's how you always sound. <laughs> so this week's a bit of a dead rubber. Um, there wasn't really much to play for at all. Um, I think the only fight or only kind of contest there was, was between Nicholas and Jane which was won by our very own Jay. Talk about that game first, and then we can talk about any other surprise results. Uh, so, John, um, James, his first game. I've not actually got the fixture list on my... I keep getting cut off. So, do you mind and discuss yeah, so who James, James played? James took this match 44 points to 33. A pretty comfortable margin of victory in the end. Um, he did well on the waivers. So I think he picked up Delafeu, Murray from the waivers, who both got six points each. Um, but the key man for him was Alexander Arnold. So our our champion showing once again his questionable transfer skills by giving away Trent, who picked up fifteen points. And I mean, even James was pretty brazen up front about his reliance on Brighton players with Ryan, Dunk, Duffy, and Murray. Um, only Murray picked up more than one point, so he was a bit fortunate there. But you look at his suspension, he had Richie and Pereira, second, third subs, who both got nine points each. So, yeah, had had some something left in the tank to beat Nicholas, who is probably glad to this season end. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, of late, yeah. James has had he's had the agency to try and climb the table. He targeted seventh place and he successfully achieved that. Um, completely agree in terms of getting in Delefeo, the work that he did with Binesh. Uh, Binesh, well, we'll probably discuss that later, but just to talk about Nicholas slightly, just a bit. Um, so he's fallen from grace uh, in a dramatic way. He was in the, in the heights of first, challenging for first and second early on in the season to finish eighth is a bit Pathetic, really. Uh, he spent a week uh, hassling me for players when he should have been going to Binesh, clearly. Um, getting players in like Trent. Um, Bamiyang did well for him with 13 points, but it just wasn't enough. 33 points in a, uh, a game when you, you really need to build a Frankenstein team to stop James from going above you. This wasn't enough. Yeah, definitely. Bamiyang masks a pretty average week with his 13 points. Exactly. And it's not through lack of trying. I mean, you look at his team and there's a few different players in there. Um, the back three, Bertrand, Mustafi, Young, all new. He brought in Long. Um, it's just, you look at it and he's it's had players all season, like Marshall, Ali, Wilson and Fraser have done well this season, but Marshall and Ali have been so hit and miss. His loyalty to those big name players seems to have cost him. But well done to James, and I think with that, with that James overtook Ganesh on total points as well, moving him to fifteen oh five for the season ahead of Ganesh. It's fourteen ninety five. Um, James has actually been 
on quite a strong resurgence of late. Uh, so I'm starting to say, yeah, I believe with his victory. He seems to be starting to win as well. Yeah, well done James. Uh, not completely allocated for the season. Uh, and Ray deserves seventh place. I think if he had two, maybe two or three extra games, he'd have probably all taken me as well. So there's a lot about games that he was completely on the rise. Uh, yeah, well done. Any um, comments on this game? Please move on to the next one. No, move on to the next. Uh, the next game is Flying Pigs. Okay, on to the next game, which was Flying Pigs versus right. Great Balls of Fire. So Ed versus Finish. Um, and a resounding 36 0 victory um, to Ed. So well done, Ed. Um, his, his snap capture of Noble with 15 points looks inspired, the rest of his team less so. Um, but that was enough to beat Finesh. She's probably reverting to form here. Um, if you look at how he finished last season uh, in bottom place and uh, some of his decisions this week, I think this, this really typifies his performance this year. He's just got lucky a few times and this is, this is the true nature of him, I think. Start of things to come for next season, now. Oh, definitely. I mean, he might get lucky and he's going to lose his first pick. Um, so he might get lucky with the player we choose for him. Um, but other than that, I expect to see a repeat of this week of week next year for him. Uh, so do you believe Finesh done this intentionally? Or was he protected by that team? Because there's also rumours that he'd actually sold his team to another manager. No, I think he got lured in. I think he saw some big-name players who were available on the farm and just snapped them up. That, that, that is very Finesh-like, now that you mention it. Um, um, and I guess you didn't really see that most of those players were injured as well, so it's a bit of a shame. Uh, well, I don't... I think the, amount, the amount of help he's had this year, um, I don't think anyone's actually sat down and told him that a red triangle means that the player can't play. So I think it's entirely believable that he's just seen some big names, snapped them up and not really understood how the game works. We've seen a pattern of poor trades from him all season. Um, you know, he's given me a few players. Uh, he's given John Mane, and Mane's one of the top point scorers this season. He's given Trent to uh, James. I, I think it's a, a pattern of bad choices here, I think. And I think it's just it's a neat summary of his his um, ability as a football manager. I'm of a different belief. I think that um, I think that Vinesh has thrown this game. I think that he's intentionally done this, and it, it just shows what kind of a character he is. As you've picked up on the transfers that he's let go, um, the charitable donations, um, quitting at the end. You know, he could have like improved the score, the low, the very low score that he's got, but he he's chose to throw the game and bring in players that he knows. And not pick up any points. It just it just goes to show what kind of a character Binesh is, and you know we shouldn't have let him win this season. Uh, I'm sure next season when he has the hamper of um, I'm not too sure what it is his first or however many picks he's going to lose out on. But uh, yeah, he's not going to be able to survive at all next season. So looking forward to it. So we decided he's either incompetent or of dodgy character. 
But why would you throw the game? Because Edge didn't need the points. Uh, it, it seems a bit strange that he'd want to throw the game when there was actually nothing to play for. Well, you can't you can't knock him. He's won the league, um, and it, it, it's taken some kind of there is an element of skill. Uh, he's manipulated a few managers into giving him players. Uh, there's been a few charitable donations that have got him where he needs to be to win the league. But you can't doubt some of the skill that. And tactics that he has done so to score zero is highly unlikely so I, I just think that he's, he's thrown the game and it just shows that he's a bit of a weak individual to, to do so The third option is that there was a, there was a cup winners cup final between myself and Vinesh um, the winner of which loses their third pick you know, it's silverware, and he said all along that he wanted the silverware, so it, the option could be that he's bottled it and just choked under pressure. See, I would have taken the silverware um, so if they... and, then, and then performed you know, next season, but um, he tried to weaken his side to, to guarantee yeah, the loss, and yeah, he succeeded. With these accusations, uh, it sounds like there was a certain element of a match between, so do we need to have an investigation? And I, I think that's a perfectly reasonable conclusion. I, I think we should refer that to the forfeits and punishments commissioner. We, we have an anonymous tip line, don't we? Yeah, I've been trying to ring it for the last few, <laughs> the last few days. It's, it's been engaged. <laughs> Abby, that's it. That's, that's an extremely good point. I think we should um, launch an investigation. It's the kind of thing Juventus were guilty of and had their titles stripped away. Abu, you still there? And in many ways, this typifies Abu's performance this season. He turns up, he has a strong offering, he does well, and then drops out the next week. Couldn't agree more. Shall we move on to the next game? Hey, guys. Uh, sorry, I keep getting cut off. Uh, I wonder if it's uh, a certain manager trying to censor uh, me. Uh, since <laughs> I just seem to keep seem keep seem music connection, so not too sure what's going on here. Okay, well, we we've agreed that the action is on you to launch a a, 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 a tip to the investigation committee. Yeah. For the bottom of the league, because we can't have stuff like this. No. Yeah. So, moving on to the next game, it's uh, Ash Fallon Reserves versus Johnson FC. So, the boys in the studio themselves. Uh, John winning 43 20. Uh, John, congratulations on the win. How are you going? Before I, I go into how I won the match, I want to First of all, ask Dan, did you attempt to weaken your side as Binesh has done? I think if you look at the players I've got on the board um, and the fact I got 20 points, absolutely not. The fact that I managed to spell out need my third pick with the initials of the, the squad as it started um, is just a pure coincidence. I had a feeling that with rotations and um, some favourable fixtures, 
um, I'd be able to rotate in. Well, I'm looking at it and I'm seeing nine of your players picking up zero points. It, it just feels as though you attempted to, to score a very low score. No, I attempted to spell out a, a name with my team players. Okay. Well, uh, 43 points isn't anything to, to rave about, but uh, I think we've done pretty well. Um, Mane picking up 15 points was the, the standout player for us. Been a standout player all season, scoring two goals. Um, wasn't much of a challenge to win by 23 points, but uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too bo- wasn't too bothered. Um, finishing the league where we was, we had uh, plans of finishing a lot higher than fourth, but still gets us into the Champions League. So. Overall, a pretty disappointing season. From my side, I think it, there was an outside chance. If I'd have beaten you with a 26-point swing, I could have edged into fourth. But yeah, we clearly took our eye off the ball with the cup final. Um, but we've had a lot of fun along the season, a lot of creativity. We've had, um, uh, what was it, used over 240 players. We've rotated, we've kept it fresh. Um, There's a 403 total transactions. In in the spirit of Game of Thrones, um, we are the faceless men, you never know who you're going to get. And some weeks that works, some weeks it doesn't, so mid-table finish. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think we've got two majors here who kept the league very exciting. Dan, with your ability to sign players, uh, the ability to take the risk on picking players from the same team. John, with your meteoric rise, um, you were struggling quite a bit at the start of the season. Um, you traded with Mane and how you got the best out of him when other managers probably weren't uh, as adept at getting the best out of players. So, yeah, you guys have had, even though there may be a certain amount of disappointment from John, I think you both have had a very good season and definitely kept the league very interesting. Thank you very much. Okay, any other thoughts on this matchup before we move on to the next one? I need to point out that both John and I got over 100 points more than Ganesh. Again, there may be another investigation along the way, so we can get the wrong So it's K. John John versus Reaching My Review. Uh, here with a team with a new name. Winning with 55 points and creating a video of a new signing called John. John, is, is there a correlation with yourself or is this just coincidence? Definitely not a coincidence. Um, as you may have heard on the last podcast, he, uh, he, let's, let's, let's just say he done some shady moves. He was plotting against me and his video and name change was some kind of apology or you know, trying to reach out to me and... Uh, my response came back that, you know, it's too late to apologise. Well done to him on his win, scoring 55 points, finishing above me in third place. But it's all through uh, deception and trickery. So, well done to him. He, he actually played Game of Thrones to, to you know, specific the bribery. You know, he, he done well. See, I took his name change as a... Uh 
an acknowledgement that he was it was deferential to you that he acknowledged that his season was just drifting along until you came in and drove him forward so I think he was he was nothing without you which yeah I would agree with that because I would say he's paying homage to you especially with the John that he's brought in the symbolism of the sun so he kind of you were the light in his life that gave way to his form that came in later on in the season so symbolism going on here yeah but it's too late it's, it's, it's too late too little too late Let, let's hope that bridges can be rebuilt over the summer it's uh, well, it's been an interesting uh, tip for tap between you two um, our friendship is always better than disagreements so yeah let's hope you guys kind of draw the differences and then next season have some more fun again uh, Moving on to Greg. Greg uh, finally lost the game. Greg again has been amazing on the form, uh, and then he pulls off a 33, which is oh no, Greg in the 50s and 60s. So um, only really couldn't get in points. He had Schmeichel on the bench with seven, but he was a pretty average performance from Greg. Um, so what do you say by Greg? Uh, where do you think he goes from here to next season? I think he's another one where if the season had been a little bit longer, he would have he'd have got more out of it. And yeah, scrapping for ninth place probably isn't what he signed up to be doing, but he made a good fist of that dogfight in the last two months. I think if he carried on that trajectory, he might finish ninth next year. You know, it's good to... To aim for if you look at his points, he was actually only 100 points away from the champion. So, isn't that much to do to match the champion? He clearly beg more. Um, <clears throat> a few tears never hurt any deals, I think. Um, and just get lucky. Yeah, I really do like Greg and what he could have brought to the season, but he just didn't bring any focus. He kept underperforming players in his team for far too long, and that's why he finished up where he finished up. Uh, he tried to focus towards the end and challenge against Ed, but it was just far too late. If he had taken a leaf out of mine or even Binesh's book, who finished round loser earlier on, and then really focus on the team and bringing in players that are going to score well for his team, he wouldn't be in 10th place come the end of the season. And I think everyone recognises it, it was the trade deal with Sham where he lost Hazard that's really cost him. He's never really recovered from that. Agreed. Yeah, I think that was it when he bought in Milner for Hazard and then he's kind of down from there and he just never really recovered. But it's always good to have uh, he is a, he's a competent cook, he's a decent artist, uh, and he likes to... He's definitely added something to the league, no doubt. Just not points. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to the last game. Uh, that is myself versus Sham Mahmood. Um, I was on 34 points until Palabas got minus four, which Turned and then the FPL were kind enough not to actually fix that, so I lost 30 34. Um, 
pure shame, really. Um, especially with the, all, all the promise I had at the start of the season, with a seven-game winning run at the start. Picking up loads of points, and it all just kind of petered out to what we see here. Um, it's been a reversal of fortunes for myself. Um, also, transfers later on, uh, injuries, Yamalenko, who's out for the season, Kane getting injured, Firmino, but not really this excuse should be able to find better. So, uh, not really happy with my performance towards the end of the season. Uh, and congratulations to Sham for beating me by three points. Uh, Sham, another interesting one because he's actually got the goalkeeper of the season. Player of the season. Uh, he even had Aubameyang won the leading goal scorers of the season, Sami Salah, and he's still finished second. So, it's been an interesting league for Sham as well. And the, the point you missed out is that you ended up the round loser purely because of that red yes, card yeah, was overturned. And I think for that reason, this this is probably yeah. my favourite match of the season. <laughs> because Holobus was like your second sub. So until that, all you needed players to do was step on the pitch for a minute and get booked and you'd have won. And somehow, yeah, yeah drive to lose it from your second sub coming on, getting minus points that was then, as you say, overturned to, to not only lose the game but to finish round loser. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a swallow when rock, when luck isn't on your side, really, is not on your side. I couldn't even have made that story up, just amazing. John, uh, I think you. I think Sam's team is there for the B team, but it just boiled down to, as as we just discussed, Holivas with the the minus form, and overall, when we look at your team, it's just been hit and miss throughout the season, and this was another example of that. Just could have taken the points, but just you, you, when you look at your your team, you know your bench, none of them would have. Uh, we've got four players on the bench that didn't score any points, so there was nobody else to save you there. So it's just the 10 players that scored points for you that you could achieve to put on the pitch. And uh, you need more of a squad if you're going to do more in a league than that. Agreed. agreed. I'll take your advice on board and hopefully come up with a better strategy for next season. Um, I actually thought I had Sunny in my team when I realised that when I looked at the squads that Sham had him. That was a bit great then. But look, go Sane, he didn't do anything for him. Still, didn't need him at all. Shamson got through with 33 points. Such a shame. Um, so usually this is the point where we discuss the games for next week, which there aren't any. So I think before we wrap up, Dan, um, I believe you won the, the Super Cup. So congratulations on winning that. What are your thoughts on winning the cup? What are your thoughts on the recent allegations of match fixing? Well, look, you can see I've emerged victorious, picking up um, Ayeb and uh, Jordan Ayeb and Ekwil Manga from Cardiff. They both they both scored strongly. We we weren't worried about the allegations of match fixing. We just we just set out to do what we could do on the pitch. So yeah, I'm confident in my ability. I'll leave my third pick next year. Um, unless any tribunal or investigation says otherwise. Um, 
you know, we, we can handle that. Our opponents either bottled or threw it or, or fixed the game. I, I don't mind. We just stuck to our game. So, yeah, two trophies this season for our Island. Mid-table finish. Yeah, it's, can't complain. Maybe we'll rotate the players a little less next year. And usually when someone's been cheating, it's not usually a one-off. They've generally been doing it throughout the season. So you never know. Maybe further allegations may come to light. So we'll just have to wait and see. Interesting summer. I think it's good to build a case. Um, so there shouldn't really be a limit because if you notice what happened to me with Harlow Bats and the FPL, it's, it's quite an injustice. So it wouldn't be fair to put a timeline on, a, on an allegation like this. So at the moment, we let the judge decide how on the length of uh, the allegations. Guys, uh, any other words? Uh, Nothing for me, just uh, thank you to everybody. Thanks to the commissioners for putting on a, a very good season. And um, yeah, looking forward to doing it all again next season. Yeah, so you, we'll try and do a wrap-up podcast where we can get everyone in and talk yeah. and reflect more on the season with their initial hopes and how it hand out um, let's try and get the investigation done before that so we don't have too much um, hollow crowing about victories um, for many champions that have been suspect um, and yeah we'll start again soon um, we're pulling together a plan a timeline to take it up a level have another league as well a championship to run alongside it um, so watch this space exciting times Thank you very much for joining the call. Um, have a good rest of the day. Uh, and then I look forward to the, the meetup for our next summary podcast.